At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy Friday, everybody. We are almost there. We are so close to the weekend. You can taste it. Stormy Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Another heavy NFL day, the preseason off and running. We've got a busy Major League Baseball card coming up this evening as well. UFC Fight Night tomorrow from San Diego. A great guest list to help us break it all down as well. VEASAN's own Adam Burke will be with us for a full half hour. In just a couple minutes, Dave Ross is going to join us live on the desk and Chris Andrews at the end of the hour in his usual Friday spot. Take us behind the counter for all of the latest line movement, which by the way is actually what we're going to get into a good bit in today's top five, but we're going to start by recapping the results last night in the NFL pre season the hottest win streak in preseason history rolls on 21 straight wins for John Harbaugh's Baltimore Ravens squad 18 2 and 1 against the number 13 and 1 ATS in the first week of preseason the last 14 years of week one games Ravens beat the Titans 23 to 10 total barely gets over that 32 and a half no Lamar Jackson but Tyler Huntley again showing he's one of the best backups in the league 88.9 percent completion percentage and 16 of 18 passing and look out Ryan Tannehill on the other side. Malik Willis didn't throw the ball as much as head coach Mike Vrabel said post-game he would have wanted. Just 6 of 11 passing, but 107 yards, including that 48-yard play-action pass. You saw the 7-yard scramble rushing TD. The guy is dynamic. We'll see also, though, on the other side of that, if the Ravens can push the streak to 22 next week at Arizona. Number two, it was a last-second field goal lifting the Giants to a 23-20 win over the Patriots in their first game to kick off the preseason. New England comes home plus three, so a bad beat on the Giants if you didn't get ahead of the line move a little bit there. G-Men over the course of the week went from a two-point dog to three-point favorite. Nine and three against the number now. The last 12 preseason games for Bill Belichick's squad. Total goes over any number you had. And even with the bizarre play calling situation in New England, offense didn't look that bad, I will say. Number three here, we're getting into tonight's action. Lions-Falcons kicking off at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. First of five games on the slate today. We'll run it down for you. Lions went from a plus one dog, now minus two and a half. The over-under up from 32 to 35 and a half. Lions money line, my favorite play of the day, minus 130. But it's going up, 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 as you see on your screen, minus 145. Now, Dan Campbell and Arthur Smith both plan on playing their starters. Neither of these teams won a preseason game last year, so somebody has to win. Jets a one-point favorite at the Eagles, total 35 and a half. You'll get Wilson and Flacco. Also, Jalen Hurts on the other side expected to go. 94% of the betting handle at BetMGM 
on the over there. Bengals a one and a half point favorite against the Cardinals. Total clicking down from 33 and a half to 31. Some 30 and a halfs out there as well. No Joe Burrow recovering from that appendectomy, but no starters really on either side. Packers plus two and a half at my San Francisco 49ers tonight. The Trey Lance era getting underway. Uh, up two points in the total, 35 and a half there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers taking a seat all preseason. Number four, the game that everybody's eyes will be on tonight. The Browns and Jags going head to head. Deshaun Watson making his first start on a football field since 2020, January. Uh, reports surfacing late yesterday, Watson would agree to a settlement of eight games and a $5 million fine to avoid missing the entire season, but is it too little too late? As of now, Watson's eligible to play until September 3rd, the first day of roster cutdowns. Jacoby Brissett also certainly going to need some time this preseason, so we'll see them both on the Jag side tonight. Expect Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne to get the starts. And last one here in today's top five, we saw a big move as well for a game tomorrow. Bears and Chiefs uh, total blew up all the way to 38 now and from Bears minus three to a pick them after Andy Reid announced the starters will give it a go. Reid said the plans Patrick Mahomes in the first quarter, Chad Henney in the second, third quarter Shane Bouchel and all of the third teamers and then Dustin Crum to close it out. Instead of closing it out, we're starting it up right here on My Guys in the Desert as we welcome in Beeson's own Dave Ross. Welcome into the program, my Stormy, man. Stormy, that is an amazing breakdown. When you mentioned the Ravens, why didn't I play the Ravens last night? It's free money they're giving out. I cannot believe the streak that they're on, 21-0 uh, money line here in the last couple of years. And now, what, 19-2 ATS it's crazy. in fake football. I just I don't understand how this is happening. It's one of the more incredible streaks in gambling that nobody wants to talk about because it's the preseason. But the numbers, you got to feel like they're, they're being built in and they're still covering those numbers now. Yep, Dave, I'm with you. I didn't bet it yesterday either mm. just because, you know, all, all good things must come right. to an end. I was buying into some of the talks that we heard about Raven season ticket holders talking about, hey, the, the, these training camp practices haven't been the practices we've seen of old. They and they're going to go white on they these They had guys. all the injuries last year. They don't want to have a repeat, but... Rongo Bongo, sister. <laughs> They're having some fun out there. We'll see if they can do it again, like I said, at Arizona next weekend. Three games in the preseason, if they can go 3-0. and It's an unbelievable streak. It's it, ridiculous. It, at some point, you got to imagine it's going to end. But I don't know if they care about it as much as, as we do when we look at it out here in Sin City. But it does keep continuing. You know, you're talking about some of these preseason games with Deshaun playing tonight for the Browns, and yet the Jags are still favored in that mm -hmm. game, which is very interesting to me. I don't know how much he's going to play. Because I thought you hit it right in the head. At some point, you got to get the backup ready. Mm -hmm. And Jacoby Brissett is going to have to get run here because it's going to be at least six games, if not eight games now. So why play Deshaun that much in the early going? But it has been forever since we've seen him out there. A kind of slight lean towards the Jags tonight. They're going to, like, Deshaun's going to be rusty. And like yeah. you said, we don't know how much he's actually going to play out there. All eyes are going to be on that game, though, no doubt. Because, all right, what what, what are we going to get here with Deshaun Watson back on a football field, it's kind of surreal. It is, and I always kind of like the angle of a, a new coach in a new place like Doug Peterson down there in Jacksonville. So to me, it feels like they're yeah. telling you that that's why they're favored for a reason. I was listening to Vin Vinny Maiulo uh, earlier this morning on VEASAN with Gil Alexander, and the new numbers really in preseason to look at, they're not three in the traditional seven like in the regular season. It is two, two and a half. So that's still under that demarcation line for me. So I like that. You saw it last night with that two-point win for the Giants over the Patriots. If you can stay under it, I'll lay it. Once it gets over, that's when I start to go, ooh, two, two and a half. I might look the other way. All right. Well, I know that you're just itching to talk UFC. So oh, we've yeah. got to make sure that we turn the page here. UFC fight night tomorrow in San Diego at Pachanga, a place I know very well from back in my college days. Uh, main event, though, a bantamweight bout. Rising mm -hmm. contender Marlon Chito Vera, a big favorite, minus 240 last I checked, uh, coming in with a three-fight win streak, taking on the two-time former ooh. champ and Dominic Cruz, uh, looking to regain the belt. So who do you think has the edge in this one? Okay, shameless plug to first strike. And again, you got to get it wherever you get your podcast. Uh, talking to our experts. And I'm always a guy that favors the old guy, right? So I'm looking for the dominator. I always say, you know, a great fighter always has one great fight left in him. And, you know, he's getting a little chinny. Now that he's getting up there at age of 38 years young here for Dominic Cruz. So if Vera can get to him, it could be a quicker night. But I don't think he gets to him. And I know that Vera's got the reach advantage here by two and a half inches on Dominic Cruz. But my best bet on this fight is the over four and a half rounds. And I know some people are going to say, well, Cruz can't really win a decision, can he? 
Well, you mentioned that crowd in San Diego. They're going to get behind the Dominator if he can turn back the hands of time. And I do think this fight potentially goes to the cards. I'll play the four and a half here as the safer way in the dollar eighty that it at least gets deep into that fifth round. But if this goes to the judges, people, if you've been paying attention, it gets dicey on the scorecard. Sometimes the fight that we think we're seeing, the judges don't always see it the same way. So I do think this is going to go to the decision. Instead of playing the minus $1.90, I'll just take the over four and a half here uh, at dollar eighty for the total rounds at four and a half. And I know some people like Vera via decision at plus $1.30. Ooh, I think that could be dangerous. I normally don't like to lay the bigger number, but I will in this case. I think we're going to eventually go all five, but give me the minus $1.80 in four and a half rounds. See, that's a great thing. You're so creative about finding value on the card where you can, and there's so many different ways that you can bet in on UFC. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Dominator, nicknames just off the chart in UFC, and no better bout than the Queen <laughs> of Violence, a minus 190 favorite taking on Zombie Girl. Come on, Zombie Electric. Girl. Electric. I know, catch you where, this is a fight that was supposed to happen a week ago. And the queen of violence, Ariana Lipsky, didn't make weight. So then that fight got backed up a week. Now the number has gone up on the queen of violence, up to $1.90. Our experts are kind of split on this one. I do like Lipsky in this spot because now I feel like she had the scare last week that she couldn't make the weight. Now she feels good. And I need to rehydrate and you have to make the weight again. But apparently that is, was not a problem this time around. For Lipsky, this is a fight that both women need. So Cachoeira is going to come in there as Zombie Girl and try to be wild style. Lipsky can dominate you. She's also good with her hands, but I think she gets this fight down to the ground. And if it gets down to the ground, I think she can dominate down there. So I'm looking for Lipsky to put in one of her better performances here. Both these women want to continue in the UFC. I think they both know they got to impress here. I like Lipsky. I'm going to lay the price tag here at $1.90. So, Dominator uh, to go over four and a half at minus $1.80. I'll play Lipsky minus $1.90. If you want to get a little bit, uh, I don't know, maybe lower the price and make it a two way parlay, I think that's a pretty good value at Lipsky and at the Cruise fight to go over the rounds here. I like that two-way parlay. You know I'm always tailing you in UFC, Come so on. that's where I will be going. Um, I've been trying to get people to talk to convince people to call me the queen of violence. Well, it's not going well. You're very mild-mannered, but stormy and violence, there's got to be something in there for Stephanie, our uh, yeah. your producer extraordinaire, to come up with some sort of segment to marry those two together because... We're going to work on it. Stormy, queen of violence, there's something. I'm workshopping it. Uh, anything else, though, that you like on the card? <laughs> yeah, you know, I look at a David Onama. He's a big uh, favorite here against Nate Landwehr in the co-main event here. Maybe if you like Onama to be the, the whirling dervish that he's been so far in his early UFC career, you can shorten that price tag there. I think he gets it done inside the distance. So instead of laying the $3 there, I like him to make quick work uh, of Nate Landwehr. And Nate's a, a, we like him because of the pedigree that Nate's had. But I think Onama might be a next-level fighter. I think the UFC's putting him in that co-main event for a reason. Mm -hmm. Maybe go inside the distance here for Onama to lower that price of $3. You getting excited for UFC 278 coming up at the end of the month? I get excited for all of them, Stormy, so I cannot <laughs> wait. Even look ahead to 279 here. But it sh really should be an intriguing fight card tomorrow night at San Diego, a place you know very well. Obviously. Love me some San Diego. I need to get back there again. It's my favorite place in the world. Dave, appreciate you. Everybody, again, make sure you go check out the First Strike podcast. New episode dropping to preview everything with a great guest list of yeah. experts. You want to just rock, rock out who you got? Absolutely. Quick, Jordan 15. Sherwood out of Chicago. Kevin Ioli out of Pittsburgh does a great job with Yahoo Sports. Reed Kuhn is one of the most uh, analytically driven people I've ever seen. Great numbers there. And always Lou Finicaro, one of my favorites. You are the man. Adam Burke coming up with us next on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college football betting guide is out now, and the NFL guide's coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season off on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, everything you could want. And remember, the only way that you can get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. If you sign up now, you get the early discounted rate. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with VEASAN full access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for $40 a month and, again, see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options. Become part of the team. Become a part of VEASAN, the sports betting network. Stormy Bond and Tony back on the desk here at Circus Sportsbook alongside one of the wonderful contributors to this incredible college football betting guide, Adam Burke, VEASAN betting analyst and expert, all sports, Major League Baseball, NFL, college football. You just do everything. I try. I don't know if I do everything well, but I do everything. So there's that. <laughs> well, we're very appreciative. The Thank you. daily email as well, if you want to get in on there, all of uh, VEASAN's best bets on a daily basis. Uh, preseason underway yesterday. We saw the Giants and Patriots go head-to-head, Ravens-Titans. Anything that really stood out to you between those two games? Yeah, I think it was interesting, the Ravens' play calling. You know, 28 of 35 passing between Tyler Huntley, Brett Hundley, and Anthony Brown. And, you know, when you look at this team, I think that they're kind of trying to figure out what their depth looks like at wide receiver and tight end. They know that Mark Andrews is a guy that's going to get a lot of targets for them. But Isaiah likely looks like a player, maybe gives them the opportunity to do some two tight end sets. But I think that they wanted to try and figure out, you know, who could be that wide receiver three for them, that wide receiver four when they get into some of those passing situations. So it's interesting, you know, when you see a guy like Tyler Huntley come out and throw 18 times. You know, he was very efficient, certainly a lot of easy throws, quick throws, stuff like that. I thought that was a pretty interesting thing for the Ravens, who, as we know, I mean, 21 in a row. I, I don't know if they're going to they, lose another preseason so game. Say, are they going to lose again? I don't know. But it's uh, it, it's quite impressive how prepared they are. And again, I don't think it's necessarily that John Harbaugh cares more about the preseason than other teams. It's just that they draft and they develop and they sign players that fit the scheme really, really well. So their depth winds up being a lot better than the other teams. Obviously, Tyler Huntley got a lot of play last year with Lamar Jackson being injured. But the more that I watch this guy, the more dynamic I feel like he is. I'm I'm actually surprised that for some of these teams that have been having quarterback issues, that he hasn't been somebody that's been inferred about to come get a role. I think it's one of those things where the Ravens don't really want to give him up. Which I don't blame you know, him, yeah. Because, I mean, Lamar Jackson, with the way that he plays, the style that he plays at the position, he gets hit a lot. You know, he, he takes a lot of abuse. So having Huntley, that guy that you can call on, for you know, an extended period of time like they had to last season. I, you know, I actually got to thinking about it, to your point about kind of watching them. And, you know, I know that they had the big losing streak at the end of the year, but most of those losses were close games mm-hmm. by four or fewer points. I don't know if there's really that big of a drop-off between Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley at this point. Lamar is a more dynamic runner, certainly. But I think Huntley is, is you know, not as prone to making mistakes. So I think that they kind of wanted to keep 
those two guys together to have that insurance policy. Speaking of dynamic running, we saw that on the other side of the field as well with Malik Willis. I mean, that touchdown run was pretty special. Um, props to him. You can definitely see the potential in him, but only six completions on 11 pass attempts. I know Mike Vrabel wanted to see him pass a little bit more. That's why he took him out and put in Logan. But um, I was impressed by at least the, the burst of efficiency that we saw from him. Yeah, you know, I look, I mean, it's a big leap going from playing the schedule that Liberty played to going to the NFL. I mean, it, it's just a, a, I mean, it's very, very large. But I thought for the most part, you know, he did some good things. He looked overwhelmed a little bit at times, did take a couple of sacks there, did kind of want to tuck and run more than anything. But, you know, he also looks like a kid who, as you said, shows flashes mm -hmm. at the position. And this is a position that will be available soon. I, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to be there all that long in Nashville. So, for Malik Willis to show any positive signs, I think, is a, is a really good development for the Titans. I saw the funniest meme earlier today. Well, I guess it's a video, but it's um, it was this guy who's a backup quarterback who's out, and he's, like, cheering for the – sorry, the starting quarterback who's out. He's cheering for the backup quarterback when he does something well, and all of the players around him are like, oh, man, this guy's so good. He's like, yeah, he's good for a backup. You know, like, <laughs> those types of things. I feel like that's Ryan Tannehill on the sideline in, in those cases, um, probably why he made the comments that he made earlier this offseason. Um, one last thing just about last night's game. What are, are your thoughts on just the Patriots' play-calling situation in general that obviously it was – former defensive coordinator Matt Patricia and Joe Judge splitting play-calling duties um, in the preseason games. But then when Bill Belichick was asked about who's going to do it in the regular season, he said, yeah, don't worry about that. We'll work it out. Yeah, so I, I think that that could be Bill saying, I'm going to do it. That's how we're going to work it out. And it, it wouldn't shock me at all. And, and certainly, you know, he's a guy that's very comfortable calling plays on the defensive side. And he, he knows his personnel extremely well. So I I, it's probably much ado about nothing, but at the same time, you know, how long does this kind of drag on? Will it continue to be a quasi audition for both guys? Or does Belichick just come out and say, eh, you know what? We figured it out. I'm going to do it. So, you know, I, I think that'd be pretty interesting, but also interesting. Bailey Zappi, you know, with, with his debut last night, again, you talk about young quarterbacks, some good things, some bad things looked comfortable at times, looked uncomfortable at times. That's just what you kind of deal with here in the preseason. And it's why I think a lot of times when, you know, we've seen you know, a line move on Jacksonville. We saw a move on the total for that Browns-Jaguars game tonight. I think a lot of times when you get these veteran backup quarterbacks, these guys that have been around the C.J. Bethards of the world, the Nick Mullins of the world, those are the guys that typically get bet in the preseason. And, and there's a reason for that. And it's because these young guys are very inconsistent. Well, let's go to tonight. Um, one game based on HBO's hard knocks that a lot of people are going to have interest in because you're already invested in characters with the Detroit Lions. Lions-Falcons kicks off at 6 Eastern, first of five games tonight. Um, they are going to play all their starters on both sides. So we're going to see Jared Goff. We're going to see Marcus Mariota for at least a little while. Um, these teams are not accustomed to winning in the preseason, but one of them has to today. Yeah, one of them has to today. And and look, I mean, I think the biggest character so far in Hard Knocks has been Dan Campbell. So, you know, when you've got a guy like that who's just very fiery and, and he is trying to change the culture of that team. I mean, last year they were competitive, as we know, they were an outstanding team against the spread, just didn't win a whole lot of games. Now, I think the Hard Knocks angle kind of comes into play here of the last thing that you want to do is look bad. You know, the, you don't want that HBO camera crew to be there and you get beaten, you know, 24 to 7 or something like that. So I think we see a, a pretty max effort out of the Lions here tonight, at least out of the depth guys that they have. And for Atlanta, I mean, you know, again, I just talked about it. Desmond Ritter should play, you know, a decent amount in this game tonight. Felipe Franks, another guy, he's a young guy, just his second year in the NFL. Those are guys that will make mistakes. Those are guys that will kind of have the moment get a little bit big for them. So I think that the, the Lions here laying the short two and a half, I think, is, is probably the way to look in that one. Well, and I was just kind of thinking depth-wise on offense, probably pretty even playing field, and then defensively the Lions just have better depth on that side of the ball. So I that I bet on the Lions today. That's who I like, money line. I missed the opportunity when they were plus one, but right. it is what it is. Sometimes you just got to buy in where you can if you still believe. So that's where I'm betting today. And I think in a lot of cases, too, you know, we preach on this network about getting the best of the number, getting the best number that you can. And it is very important. But in the preseason, it takes so little to move these numbers. It takes, you know, either somebody jumping on a bit of news about how much the starters are going to play or just, you know, a couple of sharp, well-respected bets. This is not an efficient market because you're not getting the same handle that you get for an NFL game on a Sunday in the regular season, something like that. So 
yeah, you want to try and jump out there and get in front of these numbers. You always want to try to get the best number that you can. But I don't think I would worry so much about some of the numbers that move in the preseason because a lot of times that money is going to be right. And a lot of times that money is not betting it unless they feel like there's a significant edge to be had. Okay, we've also got Browns, Jags, Jets, Eagles, Bengals, Cardinals, Packers, 49ers on deck today. Um, Which one will you be the most interested in tonight? Well, I being a Cleveland guy. I wasn't going to say it. I guess I would say the Browns game. And and there are a lot of reasons to be interested. I mean, first of all, no decision on Deshaun Watson today. So he will play in this game. And he's been practicing with the ones primarily throughout training camp, which I think is, is that kind weird? of strange. It, it is weird to me. Like, you know, he's not going to play for the first right. six games minimum of the season. You would think you would want Jacoby Brissett to have those reps, no? Right. You would think so. And then the Mary Kay Cabot report comes out about them being interested in Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. if Watson gets a full year suspension. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, so Brissett's not practicing with the ones. They're already talking about going out and getting Garoppolo. Like, does Brissett just look awful in training camp? Does Stefanski not like this fit in this offense? I'm not sure, but I think it's really strange, kind of the way that things have played out, where Watson gets all these reps with the starters where he's not going to be around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like they're sort of setting Brissett up to fail. Well, and I'm surprised if you wanted Jimmy Garoppolo, if you knew that Deshaun Watson was going to be missing time, why wouldn't you have tried to get him already so that he could get ingrained in the offense? Like, whoever's going to be playing these games for you, with all the pieces that you have at all the other positions that people largely think is a top three, top five team in the NFL, with the exception of the quarterback position, why wouldn't you want somebody getting set up so that you can have success? Right, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to wait until the 49ers have absolutely no leverage. You know, and they can get him virtually for free. But to your point, I think it makes sense to, you know, a guy coming off of an injury as well to be able to, you know, get him acclimated with your number ones, especially because the thing about the Stefanski offense, and we'll see how this goes tonight. I know we're coming up against the break, but it's a rhythm and timing offense, right? You're thrown to a spot more often than not. So those reps are really important. So I'll be curious to see how this whole dynamic plays out and, and how they look tonight as well. Okay, when we come back, I've got another game for you because that's what I do. We're calling it Freaky Friday. It's going to be fun. Uh, And uh, obviously, a 14-game card in Major League Baseball coming up. This is our baseball guru, so his favorite bet's coming up. Don't go anywhere. More Adam Burke on the other side. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling along here live from downtown Las Vegas, Stormy Tony and Adam Burke with you for my guys in the desert. Time for a little game of Freaky Friday. We're going NFL Division Edition here, and my Freaky Friday, you know, you've seen like the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Of course, obviously. Um, We're going to see in the division which teams you think could swap places this year in terms of order of finish. So we are going to start in the AFC East. The Patriots finished second last year and the Jets who were dead last and they are predicted to be last again. But do you think they could trade places on this Freaky Friday? Am I supposed to throw a percentage on this? Maybe give it your right, confidence fine. meter or something. Yeah, that, that's fine. We can do that. I, all right. I'll say <laughs> we 20, should have talked this through. I'll say 20%. Um, look, I, the Patriots, we already talked about, it. I mean, the Patriots have some questions in terms of their play calling, certainly, but I think Mac Jones just being so far ahead of where Zach Wilson was last season is, is just going to make it really hard for the jets to finish anywhere other than fourth. So I'll say 20%. Um, but I, it would obviously be a surprise if it happened. See, I kind of like the Jets more this year because we saw so much progress from Zach Wilson late in the season. Yeah. And with all the offensive question marks and everything, I know new Mac weapons. Jones physically looks good. But yes, new weapons. I think, mm, I, I, I think the Jets have a little bit more upside to at least just bump up so what's a your percentage? little bit. My, I'm going to go 50. Okay. Is that, right. is that fair? 50? That's okay. Fair. We'll That's keep fair. it rolling. AFC North. Bengals and Ravens. Could we go... Worst to first, first to worst. Yeah, I'm going to say about 80% on. Well, no, I guess going to fourth for the Bengals is very tricky. Makes it tricky I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll say 50% on this one. I mean, look, Joe Burrow, uh, he's missing time with an appendectomy. But look, I mean, we, we all think the offensive line is going to be fixed. He may still take a lot of abuse this season. He played through a lot of injuries last year. But the reason How I would put sacks? this. Was it 70? It was a lot. Like, it was, I think it was including playoffs. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was somewhere in the 60s for sure. It could have been as high as 70. But, I mean, look, the, the Ravens are the favorite to win the AFC North at some shops, and I agree with that. I think Baltimore is my pick to win this division here. The hard part is the Bengals finishing dead last. But if something were to happen to Burrow, then that could be a possibility. And also, I mean, the Steelers have never had a losing year under Mike Tomlin. I think this is the first time it happens. But I would say 50%, but largely because I think the Ravens win this division. And obviously the Bengals had an incredible turnaround year, but it's not like they won a whole lot of games the year before. So who knows exactly which way that'll play out. Let's go to the West, AFC West Chiefs and Broncos. I like this one because we know how competitive that AFC West division is. So obviously the Kansas City Chiefs have won six straight division titles. The Broncos trying to flip the switch here with Russell Wilson. Yeah, I, I think this one's probably got the strongest probability uh, I, I would say maybe 55% or so on this one because I, I do think that the Broncos, obviously with Russell Wilson, have a great chance at winning this division. And the talent around him is really, really good as well. It's a very quality defense. The skill positions are good. I think it's a team that's pretty well coached now as well. And for the Chiefs, I mean, a lot of things are changing, right? I mean, it, it's not just Tyreek Hill. They've kind of, you know, Patrick Mahomes, now that he's on his new deal, he hasn't played particularly well. Uh, The defense, you kind of wonder if they can keep sort of plugging holes with them, kind of putting duct tape on things. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, again, the question is how good are the Raiders? Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't know how good the Raiders are. But I think that the Chiefs finishing last, the Broncos finishing first, wouldn't shock me at all. I think Raiders are a playoff team. Lock it in. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, Last one. What are the odds on that? Do you know offhand? I think it was like plus 130. Okay. I love it. Right. Personally, lock okay. it in. Derek Carr's even. Derek are, you just, are you just saying that because Brent's win. coming? That, that we, we may see a little bit more of Brent this season since he's not no, doing radio play by play. Although that is a good plug. Brent Musburger back on the program coming up here very soon for NFL season. Last one, NFC South. This one again, very interesting. I'm obviously not going to go to the Bucks because the, the Bucks are the Bucks. We're going Saints and Panthers, two to four. Can we have a Freaky Friday switch? No. Uh-huh. No, I, I've seen more than enough of Baker Mayfield than I need to. I think Baker Mayfield is an average quarterback surrounded by a lot of good personnel. I don't think there's a lot of good personnel. I don't think Matt Rule has any clue what he's doing in Charlotte. So I'm sorry. I know that you've got a little bit of a tie to that team, but uh, no, this, this is 0%. I am. So, so zero is a little bit of an overreaction. 0%. I am so on the fence because anybody that listens to the show regularly regularly knows that I am like the biggest Christian McCaffrey pessimist because he is probably top three favorite player of mine in the NFL, but he can't stay on the field and I have Mm -hmm. no faith in it, which is like my big struggle in wanting to back the Panthers in essentially anything as far as a full season type of a bet goes. But Baker Mayfield, I get that last season was awful. I get it. But like the things that he did for your guys franchise, I think he's a better than average quarterback. I yeah I mean he had the one really good year with Stefanski and, and look I mean to be fair the guy's had a tough NFL career he's had different offensive coordinators every year the yeah, Browns is a franchise year, injury are a mess. after injury here's the problem though this is a two-pronged thing because the Saints finishing below the Panthers and the Falcons that I can't see that's true so that's that's where the zero percent kind of comes in but I don't really have high hopes for Carolina and Matt Rule could very well be the first coach fired as well Ooh, yes or no Atlanta Falcons worst team in the NFL this year uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think Seattle's like going to be really bad too. That's who I think. If I was putting my money on who would have the worst record in the NFL, I honestly think that my pick would be Seattle. I know a lot of people are on the fence between Atlanta and Chicago, but I just really don't see it for Seattle this year. I, I know that we say that players don't tank. You know, I mean, players are out there playing for jobs. They're playing for contracts. They're playing for money. If there are two teams in the NFL that should tank, it's... Probably these two, right? I mean, I, maybe the Falcons think that Desmond Ritter is the guy, but if you have the opportunity to take a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud, yeah. I think you have to do you it. You got to go get them. And you obviously for to. the Seahawks, I mean, they, you know. How you like, have this false belief in Geno Smith and Drew Locke if you're Pete Carroll yeah. is beyond me. But I digress. Uh, this has been obviously a very football-heavy show so far to this point. It's been a football-heavy week, but I promise the people some Major League Baseball. Again, go to vcin.com, vcin.com slash subscribe. Make sure that you get all of Adam's daily articles on the MLB slate. 14 games coming up tonight. What's your favorite bet? Well, I haven't had a lot of good ones lately. We're on. So, the, we're getting on the right track. See, there streaks was a, are meant to be broken. I believe it. There Let's was go. a time it was like two months ago or something like that. I was in a I was in a rut with the baseball article. I came on here. You told me it was going to change starting tonight, and it did. So I'm hoping that I get the stormy magic here once again 
and that everything's going to kind of get a little bit better for me here. I've got all the good vibes. I hope so, because I I don't really have too many going right now. I I do have three plays in the article over at vcin.com today, which is pretty high for me. Usually it's been one or two, but there's a couple of totals I like tonight. I I like this under seven and a half at the trot between the Orioles and the Rays. Uh, You know, look, you've got Austin Voth, who's pitching much better right now for Baltimore. They've done a great job developing their in-house I don't want to call it pitching talent because there's not a ton of talent with these guys, but they've maximized the skill sets for a lot of these pitchers. And Corey Kluber's a guy that's pitched, you know, he's a veteran guy. I know the last few starts haven't looked all that good, but he hasn't given up a lot of hard contact. He's just gotten very unlucky in those games. This is a ballpark that suppresses offense. Both bullpens are fresh and ready to go. I like the under seven and a half in this one, even though you got to lay 20 cents of juice. Uh, I do like the under in that one. Then the other under that I like is uh, twins and angels here uh, out on the West coast. Tyler Molly making his second start for the Twins. His first start came against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays hit everything hard. He gave up three home runs. It happens. It is what it is. The Angels' offense is not good at all. We've seen that for the last two and a half, three months, basically. So I like Molly in this spot. Their bullpen is also well-rested, and I'm a big Patrick Sandoval guy for the Angels. 341 ERA, 310 FIP. Does walk some guys, but he's a high strikeout, high ground ball guy. I tend to like those pitchers quite a bit because it's very hard to score without hitting home runs. He's only given up four of them this season. So laying a little bit of juice on that under as well, but I like the unders in uh, in Tampa and, and Los Angeles, on well, Anaheim tonight. A couple solid unders, and I'm just still kicking myself about betting the over yesterday in the Field of Field Dreams, Dreams game. game because you get the three spot in the top of the first, and you're like, okay, this could be one of these days after all, especially once we get to the bullpen later on. No, six yeah. runs total in this bad boy. I was very upset. Two bad bullpens, too, that managed not to give up any runs. It's it's crazy. I mean, you know, I think last year, something that people kind of, I think, missed with that game last night, it was the White Sox and the Yankees last year, two teams that do make a lot of hard contact, and it was a warmer. Yeah, they had eight home runs last year. (laughs) Right. It was a warmer, much more humid day in Iowa than what we saw yesterday. So I think that that was kind of a situation. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a flat, it's not a stadium. It's a flat area where the weather can have a little bit more of an impact. Last night, it was kind of more seasonable, a little bit nicer, uh, much like the studio here since we turned the air down <laughs> without telling you. I like to keep it hot in here. I am freezing. I have a jacket on <laughs> my lap right here because that's just the way that I am. I just which, I run Which cold. makes sense because you're wearing long pants and no sleeves, so that's why it's on your lap, right? I, my brother asked me yesterday, Stormy, are your pants high enough? I am a high-waisted girl, okay? I need all the coverage. Uh, <laughs> we've only got about 30 seconds left here, but are the Yankees... Finally going to get a win here. Is today the day against the Red Sox they could get back on track? Yeah, I do like the Yankees today. Nate Uvalde, just the velocity's down. It's been down in his last two starts. It's been down since he came off the injured list, giving up a ton of hard contact. And I think Domingo Herman maybe figuring it out a little bit here. Also, the Red Sox bullpen used extensively in that series against the Braves and also last night. So for me, I think that uh, you know the Yankees' bullpen's in much better shape, so I'll take the Bronx Bombers tonight as a short favorite. Let's go. I'm with you. They've dropped seven of their last eight and way too many in the second half. They are getting back on track. We cannot have this fall from grace. I'm just, And I'm not even a Yankees fan. I'm an Aaron Judge fan, and I hate to see all the success he's having and having it not translate to the team. Appreciate your time, buddy. You're Thank the man. You. Appreciate it. Need see the Stormy Magic tonight. The Stormy Magic. It's coming. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke-free and spit-free alternative. Zinn understands there isn't a right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's a little different. Everybody's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn's there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Speaking of a warning, we've got a storm warning coming your way. Steph challenged me to tell you guys a bet that I think is going to lose value very quickly, and you need to get out there and place the wager now. And we're talking about Cam Rising. 80 to 1 Utah quarterback to win the Heisman. And I feel like I am a dead horse when it comes to propping up this Utah Utes team to y'all. But this is the reason that number is going to change. Week one, Utah is in the swamp, taking on the Florida Gators. It's a 7 p.m. Eastern kickoff. You've got a great crew on the game. A lot of eyeballs are going to be on it. When he does, and I say when, he lights up the scoreboard with that offense and they beat the Gators. This number is immediately going to go down. Grab the 80-1. to Cam Rising is an elite quarterback. I'm constantly racking my brain about how he wasn't the starter week one a season ago. But after taking over the job in 11 games, nearly 3,000 total yards with 26 touchdowns rushing and passing, led the Utes to a 9-2 and record, beat Oregon twice, then the Ducks when they were in the, uh, the Ducks, excuse me, when they were in the top 10. One of those losses of the two they had, to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, and that offense in the two combined losses, they had put up 79 points. They averaged 38 points per game offensively through the year with him under center. The bulk of their starters are coming back. He got five of their six receivers coming to help him out. Kyle Whittingham calls him the alpha dog, says he has a hard-to-describe X factor as a leader. Then you look at Utah in the preseason coaches poll. Right now, eighth in the country. I think Utah's a legit contender to get the Pac-12 back to the CFP, and that means their best player is going to climb that Heisman odds board. I'm just trying to call it like it is, people. Time to welcome in one of my favorite human beings on the planet, Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over there at the South Point. Uh, okay, Chris, you just tell me right off the top, how silly am I to take such a long shot already when you've got guys like C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young in that market? Well, okay, first of all, the Heisman, eh, that's always a vote. We don't, we don't book the votes, but and then it gets a, gets a little political. Nonetheless, I love this Utah team. You know what I opened them against against USC? What you, you got? I, I opened them 12-point favorite over USC. Wow. Now, I'm down to three and a half. <laughs> so, needless to say, I got bet pretty strongly on USC, and a lot of guys are pointing out to me that I really blew it, not on Utah, but on USC. I really underestimated them. I, let's play the season. But nonetheless, I have those two teams, the co-favorites, to win the Pac-12. They're both a two-to-one. But I love this Utah team. I think they're fantastic. And uh, do they go to the college football playoffs? I think they have a legitimate chance. They really do. And uh, I like them the first week against Florida. And, uh, you know, Heisman, you, you know, you're kind of on your own. I, I don't know. 80-to-one seems like a, a hell of a price, so I can tell you that. I'm just telling you. But I think you. this team is really, really good. 
Really good. I think so too. And I think that that number is just going to get shorter and shorter throughout the course of the season. The guy is super, super talented. And I'm with you. I just, I love this Utah team. I am questioning USC though, Chris, I got to tell you, um, I know a lot of people are buying in, but I can't get there. I just, I, I could see them doubling their win total and getting to eight. I cannot see 10 and above for this team. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, to me, uh, I think USC is a bet against team right now. Uh, I mean, maybe they'll show me something. I don't know. But right now, I'm extremely skeptical on USC. Like I said, I've gotten pounded on them in my games of the year and, uh, you know, season win totals and all that sort of thing. But nonetheless, I'm with you. I'm not a believer, uh, and I won't be until I actually see it. And maybe they will. Listen, I'm wrong about stuff every year. God only knows. But I think Utah is very, very good. And I think uh, the number I open against USC, I don't know. I think when we get to the end of the year, we'll see if that was a good number or a bad one. But I think Utah is clearly the better team. Chris, Chris, I'm going to have to eat so much crow if Utah loses that first game to Florida. I've been hyping them up so much. (laughs) Well, if USC wins a national championship, I'm going to eat more than crow. I'll probably (laughs) eat scraps for the year. I'm with you, though. It's not getting there. It's not getting there. Uh, Let's talk a little NFL preseason, though. The the real preseason games, I feel like, getting underway yesterday. Obviously, the Hall of Fame game happened a little while ago. But last night, how did things go for you guys? Uh, we lost a little bit in the football. Uh, fortunately, baseball was there to make it up for us. We lost a little bit. We kind of split the two games, uh, but it, it was um, you know it wasn't a, it wasn't a good day in football. Like I said, we had wound up a little bit on the plus side, mostly because of baseball. But I think we started to pick up. I'm looking at today's menu. A lot of action up and down. Every game totals, money lines, uh, everything. So. The really good action, and I think tomorrow is really going to be a hell of a day. So it's a lot of fun to watch. Is there anything for the the five game preseason slate tonight that that you guys need that you're really hoping for? Uh, right now, our biggest need is probably the Eagles. Um, we need them pretty good, and I know money showed on the Jaguars in a lot of places. We're still heavy on Browns money, so we're I see the number moving up to two, two and a half. I'm still one and a half, waiting for a bet there. Um, I, I'm, I really didn't understand before. And like, listen, got coaches do what they want to do. You know, I don't understand playing Watson so much. And I guess he's been repping, uh, playing, getting his reps with the first team. Um, that just made no sense to me. I think Jacoby Brissett is a decent backup quarterback, but you know, guys need reps. I mean, that's how you get better. And that's how you, you know, get in the flow of your offense. And I don't know why they're doing this with Watson. I'm sure he's going to be out a minimum of six games, maybe the whole year. Um, seems like a big mistake to me, but you know, I'm, I'm not an NFL coach. I don't know. It is. It's, it's honestly, it's really, really confusing. Obviously he, he hasn't played in the football game since January, 2020. I understand wanting to get him some time out there, but when you have games that are real regular season games that you need to win to try to set yourself up for success, if, and when he does come back this season, then you're, like save that time for then, you know, let Jacoby Brissett get the yeah. reps that he needs to get with the ones. Yeah, I mean, those first six games count just as much as the last six. Yeah. And they have a good roster. They really do. I mean, if they get good quarterback play, whether it's out of Brissett or whether they trade for Garoppolo or whether they could just hold a four till Watson comes back, it's a legitimately good roster that has serious you know, playoff implications. I mean, I, what they're doing it makes no sense to me. But like I said, I, I'm not there. Uh, I certainly think I would handle it much differently. But, you know, what am I how are you guys monitoring things for the Browns like season wide right now? Because there is still like every time we think that we know something, it it changes <laughs> and we still have no like finite answers to any of our questions. Well, the only thing we have off right now is their season win total. I just want to get a, a bearing on what exactly they're going to do when they announced the six games. I, I was ready to put it back up. And then, of course, right away, mm-hmm. it didn't take long at all before they said they were going to appeal the verdict, you know, so. Uh, I had to take it back down again, but we have the first week up. It appears that he won't be playing there. Uh, we have the division up, and uh, I even got a pretty decent-sized bet on them to win the division yesterday. Uh, I had a big bet earlier on them to win the AFC. Uh, matter of fact, they're one of my worst teams right now for the mm-hmm. conference. So people are betting on them, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Stormy, I don't understand the logic. I just put up the numbers. What can I tell you? I'm with you. We're in a lot of agreement today, Chris. Um, the first that's uh, dangerous. That's I know dangerous. you're right. I shouldn't have said it. Uh, knock on wood. The uh, the first preseason game that's going to be getting underway today at three our time is that Lions Falcons game. Are you seeing more and more people buy in on the Lions because of Dan Campbell 
because of what you're seeing on Hard Knocks. He's doing the up downs. He's quoting Metallica, getting the people hyped up, whether it's preseason, regular season. Are more people buying in on Detroit at your book? Definitely. And I mean, you look back and there's a reason for it. They lost a bunch of close games last year. I mean, they were right there. And, you know, uh, you know, Campbell came in and I think a lot of guys kind of, you know, regarded him as kind of a nut. Maybe he is, but I think the players really respond to him. I think they believe in him. And, you know, there's a team that isn't bad. Um, you know, I mean, are they going to go to the playoffs? Probably not. But I think this team has a finish, has a chance to finish with eight, maybe even nine wins. Like I said, a lot of those close games that they, that they did lose and tied one, uh, they easily could have won. And uh, that tends to even out over time. Not always, though. You know, but I do think this is a team that may win, may turn some of those games around this year. And, I, yeah, I can see buying into them. I think they're not a bad team. And I, I really think they're going to play hard for this guy regardless. Yeah, I think so, too. And that's it worries me a little bit when I believe so much in a team that just hasn't been able to have success for a while that I'm just like, no, this is the year. But how often have we said that about a team and it's ultimately not the year? I am sour, though, that you brought up the tie because that is what – Kicked me out of the Survivor yeah. contest last year, so yeah. I'm a little emotional. You remember that <laughs> game it. well? It was I your Steelers. It. Oh, yeah, I do remember it. I know. Yeah, I remember it well. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank, thank you so much for the time, Chris. I'm sad that we ran out of time, but enjoy your weekend and uh, appreciate you as always. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. The one and only Chris Andrews at Andrew Sports on Twitter, South Point Sportsbook Director, uh, does a great job over there. That whole team, a crew of sports betting Hall of Famers with Vinny Maiulo and, of course, Jimmy Vaccaro down there as well. That's a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. I am sad to leave you, but, you know, love to see you go. Love to watch you leave. What's the phrase? I don't know. I don't even know why people let me talk on this program sometimes. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up next, but I'm going to say it one last time for the people in the back. Cam rising, 80 to 1. Get the bets in now, my friends. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.